0: Omagyana tirandhasya gyanam jana shamagaya. Czekshuram minitam yenatasvai shri guru venamaha. This is the most appropriate day for initiation into Krishna consciousness as Balaram, whose appearance in this world is celebrated on this pramima. Is known as the original Guru. Of course, Krishna is the original Guru. Balaram is not different. Krishna, what is that? Krishna Krishna is known as Jai. Balaram is Krishna's first expansion, so he points everyone. Look, he's the one, and so Balaram. Gives strength. I am in the One cannot understand the self or the super self without strength. This means spiritual strength, not like that. One certain idiot who was uh, known as one of the greatest. Swami is a modern Indian, but that was a complete idiot. He said that better to play football than read Bhagavad Gita, because you need strength to become physically strong. So that was just shows what an idiot he was. <laughs> so, and that's just one of the things which shows he's an idiot, but fortunately, uh, we have all been picked up in the mercy current, brought by Srila Prabhupada, which saved us from his idiocy and that idiocy and every other kind of idiocy that goes on in the world. Srila Prabhupada was a representative of Balaram, the original guru. Balaram is very strong. His Even, what we might say physically, just by his, uh, expansion, an antashish, he holds up the whole universe and everything in it. And he's also very strong in service, just as an antashish tirelessly holds up the whole universe. Not like, as Prabhupada pointed out, you see a picture of Atlas in, Greek mythology who's holding the earth on his back and it looks like a big struggle but in Amnesty he holds all the universes and they're so the weight of them is so insignificant to him it might be like if you have some mustard seed in your hair of course we don't have hair at least the male members, but you can imagine if you had a mustard seed in your sheep and you wouldn't even notice it was there. But maybe if you scratch oh what's that for? Oh, it's a universe, okay. Oh, you better not crush it. So he's so strong that every everything is done effortless, effortlessly. See, I can't even speak effortlessly. But, Mantashesh holds up all the universes and Balaram is serving Lord Krishna in every capacity. So in this way he's also Adi Guru. Because Guru means he infuses the spirit of service to Krishna, which is all that Balaram does and all that Balaram wants to do and all that he ever will do. And so. He's very strong in service. Uh, Balram is very strong. He shows his strength in fighting, killing various demons. There's the well-known anecdote of uh, Srila Prabhupada explaining, to the question, who is stronger, Krishna or Balaram? So, how would explain that? You see, Balaram's leaning on Krishna, so Krishna must be stronger. Balaram yeah. has kindly manifested in this uh, rainy place in this festival. To give us strength. So, uh, Balaram is the Guru. Every Guru takes strength from Balaram Nityananda. Excuse me. The guru is either. as a representation of Lord Nityananda Balaram, or as one of the intimate serving maids of Radha, and in other words, generally in the Gorya language, they're in Sakyaras, or in Manjari So, let's put Gurus, that's, that's the kind of strength that's required to be a guru. Of course, there are different descriptions given in Shastra about the qualifications of guru, and there's lots of talk about this and controversy about this, but there are followers of Srila Prabhupada who, in mentioning the qualification for Accepting the role of representing the Parampara and Lord as Guru to disciples, most often quoted, Jare deke thare kaha guru hoya thara. This, wherever you go, wherever you meet. <coughs> Instruct them in the science of Krishna in this way. Be a Guru and deliver the land. He would also, this land. He also uh, most often would called Kibabi vipra kivanyasi veta Whatever one's social position <coughs> whether one is a brāhmaṇa a sannyāsī or a Shudra, this was spoken by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Ramananda Rai who superficially from the external Perspective was sudra by cast of course the, the topmost devotee so even if one is sudra or lower than sudra if one knows the science of Krishna, then he can be a guru so these are the principles to be a guru guru is one in as much as Every guru speaks the same message. If he speaks something different, there's not a guru. There's certain gurus who, they, so-called gurus, for instance, I mean, there are so many varieties of bogus gurus. One type asks, in India, they ask, well, well, which deity do you like to worship? And according to that, they'll give them a mantra. According to the reply, Who's your ishta Deva? Who's your who's your Kuladi Deva? Who's who's your preferred deity or the deity of your family? And they give them a mantra according to the Mayavad the idea that worship anyone in any way it's all the same But a real guru knows that Krishna is supreme. And Directs everyone toward Krishna according to the parampara system. So, in this sense, the Guru is one. The message is the same. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it's not a stereotype. We find Bhagwan the founder of the mission to bring Krishna consciousness to the Western world. And, uh, Gorky Babaji Maharaj, who identified himself as a disciple of Bhaktinath Thakur, whose, his method of practicing Krishna consciousness, I mean, there's a lot of differences between Bhaktinath Thakur and Gorkishaw. They're very different people. And Bhakti Gorky Thakur is also very different to the extent that many people think that Bhaktisiddhanta didn't even follow Bhaktinath due to their Poor fond of knowledge. And, he, and our own guru, Śrīla Prabhupāda, he was also different in many ways in, in his method of presentation of Krishna consciousness. His whole character and personality in many ways uh, was very different to that of his own guru. But he's the same. Guru is one. Because the message is the same. That's the test. If the... if the uh, And uh, if Krishna consciousness comes through, one uh, statement in Chaitanya Chaitamata, which surprisingly isn't quoted more on the nature of Guru, is uh, jaha hite Krishna bhakti shay guru from whom one gets or one Achieves Krishna Bhakti. What's the exact word? It gets, I suppose. It receives. From whom one receives Krishna Bhakti. That person is the Guru. Which is a very interesting quote for those who are interested in the technical formalities. Uh, so, the, all the Guru is one in this sense. Now I, I prepared, I was going to speak something about myself and my own approach in presenting Krishna Consciousness, because I was misinformed that Purnachandra Maharaj wouldn't be in mean, Anyway, he can say something about his own, if he wants, it's up to him, about how he, his attitude in presenting Krishna Consciousness. Because we see in our movement, although Guru is one, in Iskota today Guru is one, Guru means who represents Srila Prabhupada and gives the same message. But at the same time, uh, Guru is many. <laughs> and it may appear to make some problems, even. It gives uh, variety. But in variety, there are s- certain difficulties are inevitable. Therefore, the you say, no variety. Just solve, you want to solve all the problems, just have no variety. Prabhupada said this is impersonal. If we think that there should be no problems and everyone will be exactly the way we want them to be, Srila Prabhupada said this is impersonal. So if there are people, there will be problems because there will be different outlooks. And it goes on in the spiritual world also. It wouldn't be any fun if it wasn't. That's where all the fun comes Different outlooks. So there are different outlooks and different approaches. And I'm going to say a little bit about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, as uh, we may even among God brothers, we may argue vigorously on various points. As Prabhupada said, he gave an example two lawyers in the court, they may argue vigorously over some point of law, but then when they come out, they're, they're friends. Because they're not enemies, but they have some different arguments so I was saying this recently about Vidayan Andamaraj and myself, I've been arguing with him for years and we will probably go on on various points and probably go on for life and you know maybe we'll go on in the spiritual world too if I ever get there. So different outlooks, but still uh, we're friends, although we always disagree on almost everything. I think that's a pretty good pretty good friend. Anyway, Śrīla um, Prabhupāda told once story of the young man who was raised by his aunt who was very indulgent with him. that he do whatever he liked. Because... She thought she was being nice to him like this. And he fell into bad as he grew old, he fell into bad company. And to make a long story short, he was eventually arrested as a criminal and sentenced to death. So as his last wish as he was standing in a public execution. About to be thrown on a chanda, maybe. That was, that was, uh, who was that? Paternak? Which one of them? Tokina Paternak. Pretty. That's a uh, local method of execution, right? In Romania? In Romania. Count Dracula? He used to do uh, Anyway, getting a little sidetracked there. Anyway, as he was about to be hung or whatever, had his guillotine and his head shot off. His last wish, he saw his aunt sniffling know. and snuff, sobbing in know. the crowd, weeping. So he called her up and tied up. Put your ear next to my mouth, so she thought he's going to whisper something. he didn't spit he off her ear. <laughs> what a nasty guy! Anyway, he said, uh, I did that to you because it's your fault. You didn't, you didn't tell me what was right or what was wrong. And uh, as a result, I didn't know. And we blend it all on her. It's a bit extreme, but uh, Prabhupada was making a point by really telling us anecdote. Srila Prabhupada sometimes quoted the English saying, which I believe is in Croatian also, spare the rod and spoil the child. We were telling you, or maybe in Slovenia. Was it? Sounds. Spare the rod and spoil the child. Do you get the meaning of it? Is it in Croatian also? Is it in Croatian? The rod came from heaven. Thank you. Yeah, Chanakya Pandit, also Prabhupada quote him first five years let the child do whatever he likes and then up to the age of sixteen be very strict and then after that be a friend yeah. I, I also uh, I've often quoted this Bhakti Pradeep Tirtamah is the first sannyas disciple of Siddhanta Saraswati and uh, like many of Bhaktisiddhanta disciples, he was very strict. In fact, the Radha Pandit says, we'll find in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he says about the disciples or the, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he used the word Bhishma, they're all, you the Bhishma, it means they're all terrible, heavy, heavy people. Devotees tend to be intense people. Thivrena Bhakti Yoga. It's an intense process. So anyway, there's a book uh, in Bengali describing various devotees and the biography of Bhakti Pradeep Chirta Maharaj is in there also. And also, the the author of the book is... uh, Bhakti Keval Odulomi Maharaj. But it seems that the author of the book had more association with Bhakti Padit, Tirtha Maharaj. So he writes in the book about how he was like so strict and he wouldn't allow anyone to, any little thing he'd chastise him, like anything. And then at the end of the mini biography, it's a book of mini biographies. I simply desire his association life after life he always chastised me like this so he took it well I guess it's difficult for everyone to take it but uh, he was appreciating that so that's one kind of love there's mother's love and father's love mother's love is more tends to be more indulgent and father's love very strict Although sometimes it's run the other way. Srila Prabhupada said about his own father, that his father, his his physical father, would just give him whatever he wanted to. His mother was very strict. But anyway, one kind of love is indulgent and the other is strict. And by God's arrangement, although stupid people of the modern age, they're always trying to change everything that God gave. So... God's arrangement. Uh, children naturally they have a father and as well as a mother. So they're raised by their father and their mother. So um, there are different kinds of caring. There's caring by being uh, giving room to move and caring by not giving room to move. So. Srila Prabhupada was our father and our mother. Um, I guess I'm more like the, uh, the uh, less indulgent type. And yeah, I believe in that. Spare the rod and spoil the child. Not very indulgent. So it can be, can be difficult, I suppose, being my disciple. Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita we should consider others when we're dealing with them. Uh, So, uh, I don't ask people to be my disciples. People come to me. Those who are my disciples, they they approach and ask me so. Um, It's relative to um, my glorious God-brothers who are giving initiation. I'm probably among the more strict. I don't give a very easy path. Um, so those of you who have chosen to take to this, uh, you'll have to tolerate my... and sometimes uh, it may seem to be excessive or finicky. Finickiness, you could say. It means like making a big thing over what, little things. How would you say finicky? Something like that. Okay. Explain it as well. As well. Okay. You may say, yeah, like that. So, but uh, I would requests that uh, if you're going to be a disciple, please follow. I do ask, uh, there are various rules which should be followed. They're saying, Krishna course, is not a stereotype. It's not, Guru is one, but it's not a stereotype. But it's also, it's not just... Uh, Krishna is not a stereotype, but it's also not just do, uh, do whatever you like. There are rules, and they are offered by the acharyas. Srila Prabhupada, it's just that phrase, the rules and regulations offered by the Acharya's first okay, spiritual so It's up to us to follow them or not, but it's not that much up to us. When we accept a guru, we accept to follow the instruction. So it we voluntarily submit ourselves to discipline. Disciple means discipline. So I try to take my role as Guru seriously and offering discipline. But this should be followed, that should be followed, because these are these rules are offered by the Acharyas for our Advancement. So I would ask the disciples to also, uh, take them seriously. I, I feel that, uh, or my, my conviction is that if you follow this, uh, then we will be, we will, certainly we will be benefited as much as we follow, the more we will be benefited. Now, we can be, we can practice kush conscious at various levels, and we can accept people in Krish conscious at various levels, but uh, I often insist on, insist not, almost insist, so I stress on some points which may seem Well, they're not fully necessary. Just like, for instance, Vaishnav dress. As Śrīla Prabhupāda explained, if if you're dressed as a policeman, people know he's a policeman. And they can, and we can understand he also feels like a policeman also. It helps him to execute his role. So that's just one example. We can chant Hare Krishna in any dress. But as far as possible, if we are in dress then that will help us to feel like devotees, and help us to associate with the, the whole culture that goes with Christian consciousness. Culture that goes with uh, shorts is different to the culture that goes with devotees inside. So, like this. I'm, somewhat strict, but I'm convinced that if you follow this, that will help you to advance in Krishna conscious. And I expect my disciples to take what I say seriously. Otherwise, what's the meaning of it all? There are, well, it's inevitable that... Uh those who preach they will get more and who are open to accepting disciples those who are Prabhupada's disciples and maybe others also no. they will get more and more disciples Srila Prabhupada said that he wanted all of his disciples to have 10,000 disciples so it's inevitable as those who do accept more disciples will have less and less uh, personal interaction with, especially those who come later, they might expect to have less interaction with their guru. As I was saying yesterday, you are here about know, the three big shots on the stage. We're all little big shots, really because it's by default. We weren't. We were very small members of Prabhupada's family. We weren't big leaders, and actually none of us are big, big leaders now even. Although, uh, that's not to judge anyone's spiritual advancement based on that. It's often it may be those who are sitting down and listening, they may be more advanced than those who are sitting up and pontificating, as the, as the fancy word goes. It means talking like the Pope. <laughs> Uh, but the, the, the qualification is, as I was saying, we kept it, all these years we kept our hands in our bead bags. Which is, that's in itself a qualification. So, if we, if we can do this much to that after 35 years, after accepting initiation, you still have your hand in your bead bag. If we can give you that much guidance and inspiration, that in itself is an achievement, because not that many do it, unfortunately. Many accept initiation, and after some time they think, well, as one of my godbrothers said, well, i had enough Krishna consciousness. Like <laughs> it's not a Krishna conscious statement. So anyway, um, you are likely to, it's not likely that uh, all of my disciples are going to get a lot of personal interaction in the way that they may wish to do so. Uh, The realities of life in ISCOM today, it's like that, and um, I'm very grateful to you that you're... Come and take the difficulties of uh, this Nika camp. Those of you who are in this area, you come once a year just to see me and see each other and see my god so Thank you for that. I'm also very happy to see all of you remaining with your hands in your bean bags. For another year, Shri Prabhupada said, 16 16 plus 4 equals BTG. You know that one? 16 rounds plus 4 regulated principles equals back to Godhead. No, he didn't say that. Dhanaviya Maharaj derived that from Prabhupada saying, if you just chant 16 rounds and follow 4 regulated principles, you'll go back to Godhead. So just keep on the path, steady. <clears throat> yeah. so there may not be that much what we call personal interaction, but then Srila Prabhupada himself said, I, I didn't see my Guru Maharaj more than a dozen times, which I understand to mean as like personal interaction and talking, because presumably Srila Prabhupada did sit in the lectures of Bhaktisada and talk more than that. Presumably because Bhaktisada and spent most of his time in Calcutta and Prabhupada is also there in Calcutta quite a lot. So um, yeah, please keep steadily on the path. Um, Every Leader in ISKCON brings, the, the, there's a different flavor, everyone's person, different projects Guru is one, but there's a little bit different flavor for everyone, but we all have to serve Srila Prabhupada's mission. So please, all of you, I remember that when you're becoming a disciple of Bhadzivikas Swami or Purnacendra Goswami Maharaj, We're all members of Prabhupada's mission. We're all serving this mission together. Srila Prabhupada's mission is the mission of all the previous acharyas. Prabhupada came to fulfill the desires of all the previous acharyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of spreading Krishna consciousness all over the world. So we have a lot of work to do. Uh, our relationship with our guru is—we shouldn't consider that in a sentimental way, just like sitting and looking at him or something like that. But serving the mission, the the relationship is compounded by serving the mission. As are all four of us, little big shots. We are, our relationship with Prabhupada, of all of us, has been serving by serving to the Prabhupada mission, and th- that's how the mercy comes, by, by service and by hearing. So please uh, listen to me what I have to say. It may sound uh, presumptuous. I'm just, that, uh, it may, may sound that, that it's very proud, but uh, I have the pride to say, if you listen to what I say, you will be benefited. If I didn't think you would be benefited, then I shouldn't speak, I should just shut up. But because I'm speaking, as my god-brothers are also speaking, what they've heard from Srila Prabhupada, so, I have the, the presumptuousness to say that if you if you listen to what I say, if you follow what I say, you will be benefited. So please do that and practice Krishna conscious, seriously, joyfully. The two things go together. In material life, seriousness and joy are opposites, but in Krishna conscious they are they must go together. The bliss of Krishna consciousness is not there by the uh, loose, take it easy, do whatever you like, however you like, whenever you like, or if you don't like, don't do anything at all. That's not Krishna consciousness. So Krishna consciousness means seriousness. From that seriousness comes joy. The joy of Krishna consciousness is based by strictly following. We have to strictly follow not just rules and regulations, but we strictly follow a, a devotee, a dasa, a dasa, a dasa. So you have to follow a devotee, that is Krishna's system. that we accept a guru who will instruct us. As far as the personal association, well, I'm coming here once a year. You can also come to India and spend time, I'm mostly there. There There also, I'm traveling quite a lot. Nowadays, by the grace of modern technology, they have recorded lectures and live internet broadcasts, which I plan to do more and more. And writing books, Srila Prabhupada said, if you want to know me, read my books, I can say the same thing also. All please. then I'll speak a little bit more about the, the devotees. sort of creation. Thank you. I'm just going to read out the recommendation for initiation for Bhakti and which is received from Ananta Prabhu Temple of God he's given he didn't just give a, a form sheet, and, but he uh, gave a summary of uh, activities in Krishna conscious. He wrote, Dear Maharaj, please accept my most humble and respectful of his as Now to speak all those to Srila Prabhupada. In the name of Wisconsin, Slovenia, I would like to recommend Bhakti and Kristiña. And mentioned for the first initiation, Harinam Diksha But Teen Christina first met devotees when she was 14 years old on the preaching program in her hometown. So these preaching programs, they were. They yeah. I've had experience many times. I, I meet devotees, young young men, and tell me when when I was a child you came to my village. In Bengal. Yeah. Yeah. Do they remember? I don't remember. I don't know name of the village or anything. When she was at the college, social work, you studied social work or something like that. She met a school friend who invited her to the temple, which she visited for the first time in December 2004. She started chanting immediately after that. In the first month, she chanted regularly, regularly four rounds, gradually increasing every month. Two rounds, so in June 2005 she started to chant 16 rounds. Since then she is chanting regularly at least 16 rounds daily as well as following the four regulated principles. During August 2006 on the Lika camp she first met with her spiritual master. On October 2007 she travelled to India where she stayed for half a year. And you are it's not mentioned here, but you were in the M I H E T, is it? He was doing the course of the Bhakti Shastri yeah. Yeah. in Mayapur, yeah. In this time, she also traveled to Tirupati, South India, for, for her Guru Maharaj's Vyasa Puja. After returning from India, she traveled and stayed in the following, by her spiritual masters, ranging in different temples in Lisbon, New Vrindavan and Detroit. In October 2008, she returned to her parents' home in Slovenia, and recently she met not that, she married <laughs> with, uh, with a devotee Tirtaka Prabhu from Czech. <laughs> Since the very beginning Bhakti and Christian was engaged in many different services, temple services such as cleaning, making garlands, helping in the kitchen, temple shop, dancing for festivals and such as she was librarian at the Bhakti Vedanta College in Radha Desh, also cooking in the Govindusa. She has formally fulfill local requirements for the first initiation, that is, since passing successfully two years of the bhakti school program. Along with that, she also pursued the bhakti chastrity, According to the above we can also observe that she has exhibited stability in her devotional practice, therefore we recommend Bhakti and Christina for the first initiation, thanking you, your insignificant servant, and that's a uh Christian conscious. CV. Say CV in Croatian, it's Latin, right? Huh? It's Latin. Well, Did you say that in Croatian? Curricula Vitae. No. Biodata they say in you know, all uh, <laughs> Also today, Nakshatri Prabhu was initiated in 1994 by... Uh, Harikesh Maharaj, his senior devotee, Uh, he was wishing to uh, take reconfirmation of his initiation vows from Sahota Maharaj, who, due to various circumstances compounded by his passing away, uh, wasn't able to do so. So... I'm doing that as a service to him. Both myself and Naksatric would be close to Sahaja Maharaj. So that's also going on today. Purnasana Maharaj. Yeah. I say they should should Come and sit, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Can't be shiny mean, forever. But At some point you have to That's say, sheet again. <laughs> some point you have to say, I'm going to do it. Yes. That's what I I'm often say. It's quite common in India, people say, well, you know, gradually, gradually. Uh, when Krishna shows His mercy to me, then I'll be Krishna. That's a rascal thing to say. It's, it's like, that's saying that, well, I'd like to be, but Krishna doesn't want me. But anyway, I, I, oh, I especially any demigod worship. I said, so, well, at some point, either now or 10,000 lifetimes later, you've got to stop dirty worshiping. Demigod worship and surrender to Krishna. So at some point we have to do it. It's either now or (laughs) millions and billions of years later. So you might as well do it now. Shubhashya Shigram, that which is auspicious should be done immediately. When you're feeling hungry, you don't say, "Well, I'll eat later." Right now. When Krishna shows His mercy, then I leave. When Krishna comes and personally puts the food in my mouth, <laughs> yeah. do it now. So. Before you die, you have to do what is required so you don't get born